This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and the Ten Society. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John Davis. JD! Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight, man? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's uh, As the uh, as dude, the roof kind of caves I, in I, on I, us. I know, us. right? Wow. Man, we've got some uh, got, got some weather here at... Uh, tornado at, warning. At Ye Old Pipe Shop. And, yeah. Uh, is there a tornado warning There's a tonight? tornado warning that buzzed, although I think it should be What the heck are we now. doing here? Well, you know, we, we risk it all for the listeners, man. The show must go on. That's right. You also, maybe, if you're watching tonight, might be the last people to ever see us live. <laughs> That's exactly... Um, <laughs> what a... What a wonderful! Yeah, I know we we could follow up last week's uh, depressing episode with just the finale. Just, just, just <laughs> that, that, let's just go ahead and top it off. Just top it off. No, man. Tonight, hopefully, we'll be doing kind of uh, uh, just the opposite with a lot of uh, lot of good yeah. and fun things to discuss. Yeah. First, man, there's some events coming up. If I'm not mistaken, there's this one guy friend of mine getting married here in the next couple of days. Who on earth would do that? I know, I know, I know. Well, well, it turns out if that, you knew my fiance, you would you'd be. You, you would understand why. Exactly. John David Cole, <laughs> your wedding is coming up. But more importantly, way more importantly than that, this weekend is the bachelor party. Oh! Yeah! What? It, it, are, are we going to be blending? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's up to you. Uh, but but here's the thing: we got the bachelor party that that's uh, gonna happen. That's this weekend, and all of y'all are coming too. I'm gonna sw- uh, what do you call the thing on the Twitter where you stream it? I'm gonna stream the whole thing. No, you're not. I'm not not the whole thing. No, maybe maybe a few minutes. Are you really? Maybe a few minutes. Okay. Oh uh, no, if you don't want to. No, that's great. I just That'd thought be good. Know, they all want to come no, to the party. That's and, good. Okay. Right, you, okay. we, we've talked about this. We're gonna hire the surrogate who's gonna walk around with the white with the webcam on his head, and he is going to be that's the the, uh, the, the not, listener not the proxy bride that's the proxy bow that is that's right <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly right who just walks around uh videotaping stuff that's right that's right, right. and actually we could put a screen on the chest so the tweets come in and everything so we can kind of read them yeah but if when we make fun of him as if we're talking to like you know one of our old time you know sure, good, yeah, good yeah, listeners yeah. is he going to take it personally well that's or is good, he just going to know that we're talking to pappy joe or, yeah he's, he's going to be you a know, true portland pro. paul or someone right yeah he's going to be a true pro like okay. that, that's what you want that's what you want in okay the, uh, all right all right well we, he can come to the bachelor party that's fine <laughs> well i don't know we'll, we'll see hopefully uh I'm, i may get some uh sneak in some streaming so uh y'all y'all check the twitter handle for that but yeah man we got the bachelor party coming up yeah man i i'm i've just all, all my friends are putting together uh man just a kind of a cool weekend for me and uh man i'm excited have yeah. no idea what's gonna happen but uh yeah it should be fun, should be <laughs> should fun. Be good. can i ask you something that this is a, a question i probably should have gotten clearance from some of the other bachelor the other uh, uh best <laughs> the gr- grooms groom, groomsmen before uh, before asking you this when the groom owns the cigar shop does he bring the cigars or do you buy the cigars from him to give to him at the bachelor party i think you gotta purchase the cigar okay so that's right? what i said i mean just to make them like official that's what i said i mean you know what what are you gonna do like oh hey let's throw your party by the way can you bring all the food and the wine yeah i, I will not <laughs> i will not mention who but, said but who's... i i can bring the cigar it's, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's okay i said we should buy them but there was one person, not gonna say who, but they were just like, "Oh wait, he he's not he's not gonna bring him." I oh. just assumed he was gonna bring him. Oh, that yeah, um, that person will remain nameless, but his initials are John Grant. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll be that'll be fun. Well, you, you tell you tell uh, Mr. Initials uh, John Grant that uh, that that the cigars will be provided. Oh man, 
<laughs> well, anyway, well, that's, Dude, that's, uh, that's great. That's great. I, I'm excited. Yeah, we um, man, just have so many kind people who've stopped through the shop, just express excitement for me and my beautiful fiance. We're uh, we're looking forward to it. So anyway, coming up soon. That's true, man. And I also want to kind of put this out because, of course, with you going and starting the the, the marriage life, that's going to involve a, a honeymoon. And uh, and during that honeymoon, of course, you will be away for a few weeks, but the show will go on. And in fact, we've got some uh, some special things planned. And that's all I'll say for right now, because I think y'all are going to be uh, really excited to hear what's on the docket. Club members already kind of know what's going on, but for the rest of you, yeah, I think I think you got some. We got some stuff that's really special for you. Yeah, and, re- um, really, really exciting. Thanks for thanks for taking care of the fort while I'm. Uh, while yeah, I'm man, away, so. it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. The cat's away. This mouse is gonna play. What else, man? Anything else going on here at the uh, at the shop? Um, man, not a lot. We're just uh, kind of trucking away. March is here. Uh, St. Patty's Day, of course, is around the corner. I've uh, been moving a lot of those Peterson St. Patty's Day pipes. We've got uh, some St. Patty's Bay uh, tobacco from Peterson as well sitting around and be getting some new pipes in soon. Man, a special visitor tonight, our friend Randall. Yeah. Uh, Randall Morgan from Waco, Texas. He's uh, he's visiting here, uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Got some family in the area, and we uh, are, man, fortunate enough, he actually brought us some gifts. Yeah, so this is... A this pilgrimage. Is, this is awesome. This is a pilgrim who we will not blaspheme because he definitely. Wait, wait, this, this is not right. He definitely no. came in bearing some <laughs> gifts. So you talk about yours first. Yeah. Okay. Cause, so because this thing is is precious. It, it, it is precious. Yeah. So Randall at their local uh, pipe club, which was really really great, they actually do a giveaway apparently uh, every once in a while. So they had a, a raffle where he won a tin of uh, Ashton Smoking Tobacco's Brindle Flake. Yeah. Now let me tell you, this is from this tin is from 1999. It's for it was made. Uh, oh man. It, it was produced in 1999. This is a, a tin. You may recognize the shape of this tin. It looks like the uh, Cornell and Deal style tin, also used by McClelland. And Ashton tobaccos used to be made by McClelland and, and now are, are made, uh, I believe, by a Scandinavian tobacco group. I could be wrong. In McClelland, they devised a whole bunch of just exquisite blends for, uh, for the Ashton name. This blend has been out of production for a while under the Ashton name, but McClellan brought it back as Brindle Flake <laughs> under their own. And wow, so n- yeah. not only is this not just a McClellan tobacco, it's an Ashton tobacco made by McClellan, which hasn't been made in a very long time. So it's like it's like doubly discontinued. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I loved how Randall said he said this this tin is old enough to buy itself. It's, it's right, which which is really great. So, uh, man, I'm just really grateful for this. Now, and, uh, yeah. And, and I also promise I swore that I would not sell this on the black market to like try to pay for you know, like a kidney transplant or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- this will be this will be smoked. Yeah, I, yeah I'll, I'll, or, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy that. Or, you know, save it, save it uh, about you know, 10, 10, 20, 2015, uh, well, 20, 20, 25 years, and uh, right. this will be your kid's college fund. No, that's right. right. That's, that's right. So he, he brought you something from uh, 1999. He brought me something from 1999 as well. <laughs> a Jar Jar Binks action figure. Oh, look at that, man. I don't, I don't know exactly how these are the two uh, uh, gift equivalents of what, no, I'm just kidding. He, he brought me something else, but he definitely did bring me th- a Jar Jar Binks action figure. I think it fits, I think it <laughs> It fits well. Yeah, I, I was just more impressed than anything, I think, with your Jar Jar voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, me, 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 Jar Jar Binks. Me, got the action figure. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's actually pretty impressive, Bo. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know you had it in you. Um, what, one thing I like about this action figure, when you move the arms you up... You move the arms. His, uh, his tongue comes out. It, it, right, all really the way nice. out. So all if, way we out. Could, if we could figure out a way to, to stick a pipe in there, that would be that man, good. Man, long-time listeners will remember that we had uh, the, the suggested Binks blood, the uh, the cherry to the Star it's Wars-inspired It's still bag. in the hopper. You never it's somewhere back there. But no, no, no. Beyond the uh, the Jar Jar Binks, Jar Jar Binks actually came in this beautiful gift as well, which is 
this is a, a, a custom, not made for pipes. Not made for pipes. It's like a, I don't know if it'd be a camera bag or some kind of just gear gear bag or gadget bag or something. So but. this this is a waterproofed carrying case for uh, for the pipe. It's got a, a nice yeah. little uh, uh, place for, for your straight pipe. It also has a great package for your pipe tobacco yeah. and all of your accessories and everything. Wonderful for those of us who enjoy to smoke our pipe while fishing. And of course, listeners know that uh, I'm a big fan of enjoying my pipe yeah. on the river. And uh, I'm always looking for a better way. Uh, in fact, the last fishing trip that I had in, in uh, Grand Rapids, most of my tobacco got soaked, which inspired the, uh, you know, having to buy the gas station tobacco <laughs> and everything else. No, that's when we talked about our hamster cage Exactly. Tobacco. Well, right. no more hamster cage tobacco <laughs> for me, my friend. I can bring the premium stuff and keep it safe. And, so and it, thank you so much, Yeah, Randall. man, that's great. And, uh, and also some great, uh, great whiskey to Ooh. go. Oh, yeah. As well. So anyway, Randall, we're, we're so grateful for you, man. Thanks for showing up tonight. It was a real, real treat to have you. Um, Always fun to have a, a live studio audience, man. Yeah. Hey, uh, w- one more news item. Yes, sir. Uh, man, there's an incredible thing that we actually have not been covering that we need to immediately get on top of. Ooh, and I, I, of course, correct. Yeah. And, and uh, it, it, this, I feel shameful, honestly, but I, I was alerted to this by our friend uh, Mark Fressa. Longtime listener and and patron of the Country Squire, man, I, I just it's important for me to announce that at the Gulfstream Park in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, on Saturday, a horse named the Country Squire finished tenth in the eleventh race of the day. Wait, finished tenth, and we need the community for news in horse racing. We need the community to pull together to support this horse. We need to support the Country Squire. We need to support the Country Squire. This horse, this precious horse with with this incredible lineage and pedigree, right? it deserves all of us to pull together and rally behind it. This horse has only made this year $2200 uh-huh. for for the year. He he came we, in 10th? We and he and he came in 10th. And this is what this is we're pulling for him. And they haven't made him into glue yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, look, he's got a future. And I just think if we all rally together, send our good energy and prayers in his direction. To the Country Squire. Hit to Country Squire, this beautiful... Uh, do, do you know what kind of horse it, he is? competed in the maiden special weight category. Oh, he's got the special Ma- Maiden, I'm assuming, would mean it's a it's a female. Oh, she's... I, I, could, I could be wrong. Well, you know, it, um, could, be the, it could be the hair. It, that it confuses people sometimes. Its trainer is, <laughs> it's tra- its trainer is Todd Pletcher, and the jockey is John... Velasquez. David. Oh, Velasquez. Velasquez. John Velasquez, David Cole. Right. And and I'm just JV. saying- JV! He's need, JV! We need to just remember all these kind people as as it moves forward. So we will be giving you updates on the precious uh, racehorse, Country Squire, as uh, time goes Man, on. I tell you what, those yeah. Google alerts, they, uh, they, they, they help out in these things, don't they? I, I, I'm just saying, it, this is, this is, uh, this is, this is momentous. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, <laughs> that's great. I, I can, I, I, yeah. And with that- Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> I, yeah, tenth place, man. We're uh, we're really back in a, a rough horse there, but we will do our best to show all love and support to the Country Squire and keep you up to date on his progress, outrunning the glue factory, as it would seem. Way, well, hey, man. We got to give a shout out before we jump into this uh, this week's episode, man. We got to give a shout out to a new Squire Club member at yeah, the International right. Country Squire Radio uh, Pipe Club, Jace. Wilkinson. Yeah. And it could be J- Jass. It could be Jake, but with a C. In fact, it could. I'm going to go with Jake with a C. It's How probably not any of that. Ja- but, but, J- Jockey? But it, but it is, uh, but, but Jace, we're very thankful for. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, join at the Squire member. That's, that's wonderful, Jace. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Also, by the way, we've got a new patron as well. So shout out to uh, Benjamin Estelle. And by the way, if you would like to help support the show, be it through joining as a club member or becoming a patron. Uh, we would really greatly appreciate it. More information can be found at patreon.com slash country squire radio. If you go to country radio.com, click join the club, 
That's got all your information that you need there. All right, man. So last week, well, it was a, it was a bit of a downer. In yeah. fact, the weather yeah. that we're getting tonight probably would have been more appropriate for last week. It's it's washing away all the filth of the last week's pipe world. Well, it was it was it was a right. very it was a sad it was a sad moment. Well, something and, and the good thing though, you know, any therapist will tell you you're not supposed to to repress sadness. You're supposed to grieve it, go through the feelings, progress through the stages, and then eventually you come out on the other side. And that's, that's kind of that's kind of what we're looking toward. And yeah. I think there's something to be said to the fact that we as a community surrounded by the interest in an industry all kind of shared a moment, right? Like there was a shared moment of sorrow, of remembrance, of, of gratitude. Like we were all going through Gnashing of teeth. A little bit. But you know, a lot of times like the community ends up being, well, kind of fractured and segmented because at any given time, somebody's talking about this blend or that blend or this carver, or that carver. And that's not a bad thing. It's it's the great uh, diaspora of, uh, of pipe enthusiasts that are out there. Yeah. Yeah. But for a brief moment, we all just kind of had this moment of, of silence as we uh, looked at the legacy of McClellan. But as we come into this week and as we look to the future, it's time to look at what is on the horizon and how to move forward in a post-McClellan world. Specifically, we're talking about tobaccos that are nice replacement tobaccos into your rotation. Well, if substitutes you are a McClellan and, and some substitutes and some things to explore. You know, I mean, there, there are no uh, no necessarily, you know, perfect matches for things that they had. There's a lot of things that McClellan did that were very unique. This is a great opportunity for people to realize that, man, there's a world of tobaccos out there. As many as you think you've tried, I promise you there are hundreds and hundreds more. And, and, and there are so many good ones that will just give you kind of the opportunity to, you know, expand your palate and find some new favorites. And so we thought we'd just talk about some of those things tonight. All right, man. It's a, bra- it's a brave, bold new world. And uh, That's what, right. what should we be packing our bowls with? Well, some things to think about. And of course, you know, again, these are not meant to be direct translations. These are more meant to be tobaccos that you may just kind of keep in mind as you're exploring new tobaccos, particularly if you were fans of some of these other McClellan tobaccos. So, you know, we, we talk about the beauty of 5100 and all the delicious Virginias that McClellan made. Of course, there, again, there is no exact substitute for a lot of these things, but there are some really good Virginias on the market. If you're looking for Virginias that are easily accessible, very inexpensive, but also high quality. You may look for a couple different kinds. As far as a Red Virginia goes, Cornell and Deal has a couple of products on the market. One is their Red Virginia ribbon. This is Old Belt Red Virginia, kind of similar to what McClellan was doing. It's not aged in the same way, but it's cut in just a real easygoing ribbon form, so it's just easy for packing and lighting. It's going to be mellow, kind of toasty flavor. You know, it doesn't have the moisture level that the 5100 had, but it definitely has some of those kind of warm, toasty flavors that a lot of folks enjoyed there. Another one to look at, too, which is overlooked often from Cornell and Deal, but I highly recommend is just something new to try. Again, you know, none of these are going to be exact matches, but something new to try. You might look at Red Virginia Cavendish from Cornell and Deal. Mm. Um, now, this, again, is Old Belt Red stuff. It's got that uh, real semi-sweet, uh, nutty flavor, toasty flavor to it, but it's got a kind of a nice chunky cut to it, which I think is just really pleasant. It might remind you in, in some cases of 5100 just on how it burns, how it loads in your pipe and things of that nature. But uh, great tobacco on its own. Plenty of natural sweetness would not be in harsh by any means. You know, just a good, good all-around tobacco. And of course, you can blend it with stuff just as so many people did with the 5100. Yeah, that's a very yeah. important, uh, that's a need. Right that's now, right. right? Yeah. That's, that's exactly right. You know, there's a lot of folks that used some of the McClellan bulks in their own personal blends and kind of scrambling now to look for uh, alternatives. And of course, uh, tobacconists like myself are not immune from that too. And so, you know, these are just things to think about as you go down the road. 
Another one that's incredibly inexpensive and, and also pretty tasty for what you're paying for is the Lane Bright Virginia. You can get it just for great price. It's one of those Virginias that's just real kind of medium-bodied, buttery, good bit of nicotine, but not overwhelming. If you smoke it slow, it'll, it'll you know, be kind to your mouth. And uh, something else to think about, certainly not a dark, rich Virginia. This is going to be a brighter Virginia, but just one of those out there that if you are a fan of Virginias and want to try something new, you know, it might be, might be something worth checking into. All right. Yeah. Other ones too. So, um, you know, we just tried to think of different ones that are out there. McClellan, of course, had a lot of blends that were heavy in Latakia. And then also, you know, they had those uh, smooth, sultry blends that had the real heavy notes to it, but also somehow wound up being incredibly soft and uh, easy on your tongue and all that kind of stuff. Uh, very kind to the mouth. And so some options there. We've talked about a couple of these tobaccos before, but one I'd really like to point you to, this is still a tobacco that's available. Matter of fact, uh, just to make sure I wasn't misleading anyone, I, I made sure before tonight's episode that you could still order this online from different locations. I, I'm expecting some actually for our shop in relatively soon, but you can get them from other stores as well. That's Balkan by Brebia. Now, you need to know that the Brebia Balkan, it actually it actually has Syrian Latakia in it. And, yeah. they are, and they are still coming out with this stuff. And so it's a real um, incredibly high percentage uh, Latakia. I think it's, uh, gosh, it's either 40 or 50% Syrian Latakia. But it's a really smooth, silky English blend that's so heavy in Latakia, it'll remind you of some of those Balkan favorites, maybe Balkan Blue or Balkan Beauty from McClelland. But it's going to be not just nice and soft and rich. Kind of reminds you of some of those uh, some of those favorites you may have tried. Didn't we talk about this blend like a year ago when we, we did. did our Syrian Latakia we kind did. of update? We sure did. We sure did. And so Balkan by Brebbia, it's still available. They are kind of slowly releasing the last bit of their mm. uh, Syrian Latakia. You know, it's just one of those things. It's still available. I encourage everyone to pick up a tin here or there and and try it out. It's good stuff. <laughs> you you yeah. realize that right now, everybody's in this like hoarding mindset. I know, right? Go buy so like, like 14,000 <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. Another one too that may remind you of some of those uh, McClellan heavy Latakias, the Balkan Sassini, such a great tobacco and one that I feel like should be venerated more and I guess to some degree is, but you know, this was a tobacco that came out in the early 90s as a substitute for Balkan Sobrani. And it's just uh, relatively easy to get your hands on. You know, it's going to be in that $15 range for a 10. And it just has a real hefty Latakia flavor with a nice smoothness to it as well. It's manufactured by Scandinavian Tobacco Group. You'll have some Turkish leaf in there that gives it just a nice... I always hesitate to use this word because for me, it helps me describe it. A lot of a lot of those Turkish oriental leaves I refer to as kind of musty in a good way. And huh. for okay. as a blender, that helps me. But for some people, that is a turnoff. So, so I, I'm trying to find other alternatives for description of that. But anyway, that, that always tends to help me. But the Balkan Sassini, I think, is, is a good one to turn to as well. Would, would musty imply dry or, or ju- just the opposite? Not necessarily one way Yeah, it's other. not even really referring to that. It's more just referring to kind of a room note and the, oh, and the, and the, and the flavor. So more you know, the there's, flavor, there's okay. almost like a pleasantly kind of dusty flavor. I don't know. It's hard. I need to, I need to work on my description of that. Yeah, so. I was about to say. It makes sense in my mind, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense in my mind. Well, it's like how you, when, um, when we de- de- describe scotches, we just kind of refer to it like, oh yeah, it's like you're like licking the barrel. And like, that yeah. doesn't sound like a pleasant experience. I know. Unless you like, love it. Who on earth would do that? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Other ones too, of course, so many folks, uh, one of the most venerated lines within McClelland has been their Frogmorton series. And mm. so Frogmorton, of course, they're all over the map. Again, there, there are no substitutes 
blends, but there are some incredible English blends that have just a real nice softness to them. That mixture of maybe some black Cavendish or, uh, you know, just kind of mellow uh, Virginia's pairing with that, that really soften those English blends up and, and make it a nice match. Man, so, these better be good. I mean, there's a lot of fans know, out there. That I know. After the frog croaked, they're looking for, uh, <laughs> they're looking oh, for the frog something. croaked, yeah. It's kind of like the Budweiser frogs, you know, we've talked about that, you know, they need to bring those back. We need to find some alternative frogs, right? Right, and right, so, right, right. So anyway, some options for you. Just to explore, these are things that might be interesting to you. Uh, Rattray's Black Mallory. Great tobacco. This is one of those, again, old school tobaccos. Golly, if these, some of our oldest, uh, crustiest pipe smokers that come in the shop that have been smoking only premium tobacco for mm. decades, they'll mm. tell you about the you know, Rattray's tobacco from the 70s kind of stuff. I mean, they're just all about it. But Nice um, history tobacco. Really, yeah. really well-storied tobacco. Uh, you know, it tends to be a little more expensive, but but great stuff. Black Cavendish, Latakia, Turkish leaves, and, and also a, a nice bit of Virginia. And so, anyway, I, I think it's something worth exploring. Uh, Cornell and Deal, Mississippi Mud. This is a tobacco that I think we reviewed maybe within our first year of the show. A yeah, long yeah, time ago. Definitely one of the early ones. A long, long time ago. But uh, it's also... A uh, Latakia Black Cavendish uh, tobacco, but with the addition of Louisiana Perique. And mm-hmm. so it's one of those that you might throw in the mix for a Frogmorton Cellar. One of those that just has a little more strength, a little more uh, punch to it, which uh, which some people prefer. Hmm. And then, of course, the the big one, everyone's like, man, how do we replace this, right? And so, you know, is, uh, is of course, Frogmorton Cellar. It's just, it's just so venerated. That sweetness that's there that goes along with the soft English blend, lots of Latakia, Black Cavendish, Virginias, that type of thing. The closest thing I can get you to on here, and, and this will be surprising for people, of course, or maybe disappointing for people, I don't know, but is, uh, is of course, Pembroke from Esoterica. It's one of those really? tobaccos. Yeah, it, it, and of course, it's not even whiskey flavored, it's cognac flavored, but it is an English blend that has just a real nice softness to it paired with the sweetness. And there's a lot of tobaccos out there. You know, we call these, I call them hybrid blends, crossover blends, English aromatics. We refer to them as all, you know, all kinds of things. But you know, there's a lot of blends out there that have these great Latakia components that also introduce notes of sort of aromatic tobaccos. And so, you know, I, we might refer to you here, here at the Squire, for instance, and we encourage you to try house favorites like Hunting Creek. This is a tobacco that would probably be closest to Frogmorton Cellar. It's got a nice dose of Latakia, but also naturally sweet. A little added sweetness, but not over the top, just a little whiskey flavor. Our new blend, Shepherd's Pie, is probably the closest we've ever come to matching Frogmorton. And that's uh, that's a Caleb Crawford original. He worked so Caleb hard on that. And, and I'll be honest, that I think, and of course he's come out with some incredible hits, but that Shepherd's Pie, that is the best tobacco personally that i think he's made yet yeah it, he, he's I, he has made he did an incredible and that's that's high praise but i, I really think that's the best tobacco he's made yet. i, I do yeah. remember you telling me how proud you are of it but it was also kind of like the dad whose son dunked on him for the first time it's like <laughs> it's like you're proud but it but also at the same time like hey <laughs> this is this you can't do that court. to me. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> I've been very open that Caleb is. Uh, C- Caleb's got. Hey, man, I've got some. He's got some skills, I've man. I've got some. Uh, I got. I need to recover a little bit, man. He's been. He's been pushing. Where is me. your it's Hunting really, Creek? Really, because I'm looking back here. I'm not. Is it over uh, off to the side? No, or? it's uh, top to the right. It, actually, the jar is empty. It looks like we need to blend some uh, or re- refill the jar. We've got it blended up in the back, but just uh, enough to get that jar. Great, uh, great, great tobacco. So it's one of those real complex blend. We've made it for a long time. So just some others you may um, be thinking of. Uh, also, our, our friend uh, Gene Boker, he says, Bagpiper's Dream from Rattrays is the poor man's Pembroke. 
and so another one that you may may want to check out too, just yeah. as an alternative. I'm gonna, I, I would I would not have expected you to say Pembroke to seller. I've got a tin of seller left that I'm hesitant to open, <laughs> and I've got my tin of Pembroke. So I'm kind of I guess on that day, on that fateful day that they uh, they get busted open. Don't open both of them. No, well, I mean I have to. You got test one and then the other. You know, I'm, I'm curious. I kind of want to put. It's one of those things. I want to put this to the <laughs> test, <laughs> but I also kind of don't because I want to save them. No, that's right. I understand. Yeah, it's one of those things where you'll open the tin and then you like know smoke remorse. a little bit and yeah. then immediately put the rest in a really tight seal jar and, and just bury lock it. it lock it up forever right <laughs> along with your you know silver you know doubloons and all that other crap that right. you're, you're storing for the apocalypse get, right? get your uh get, get your uh you know your bank security box that's right everybody's got that's right grandma's diamonds and all that yep <laughs> couple more. Uh, Dark Star, of course, was uh, a really mm. popular tobacco from McClelland. It's one of those that, you know, it's mostly stoved Virginias. There's not a lot of stoved Virginias on the market. These are Virginias that are basically baked or griddled. You know, they, they cook them at a high temperature. The sugars caramelize and are just really... Uh, really unique and tasty, but uh, Dark Star, the you know there are some Virginias on the market that may have the essence of some of that. Um, and the first and and really the only place I'll tell you to look is um, a very well venerated tobacco that would be worth mm. checking out that has mm-hmm. a similar kind of flavor profile, and that's Sam Gay with Full Virginia Flake. Now Full Virginia Flake, this is a mellow Virginia. Of course, it's got you know just kind of that. Hearty, mellow flavor to it. I, I don't know. It's it, hearty and mellow. It is. It is, it is hearty and mellow. Okay. But it, you know, again, it's going to come out of the can really, really moist. It's one of those Sam Gay with tobaccos that you just kind of have to know going into it that you're going to have to let dry. You're going to have to age. You're going to have to work the tobacco as you're smoking it and all that. But I think the darkness of it and also the richness of it will remind you. It's probably the closest thing I've I could think of on the market to that Dark Star. Mm. Uh, just a real, you know, velvety tobacco that's got that interesting flavor that you know it, it, the full virginia flake it's hot pressed and so it's one of these things that it's it's undergone some heat it's undergone some pressure and i think it'll um i think it'll be reminiscent of the uh of the dark star which yeah. is good okay. so 40th anniversary of course this is one of mcclellan's like you know their last w- big hit of course that they came out with it's one of those tobaccos that was just over the top you know, as far as uh, it's, you know, everyone raved about it and all this stuff. Virginia Finishing Flake. strong with that uh, one, yeah. yeah, real similar to Christmas Cheer, but probably a little little spicier maybe. It's just one of those that they really hit the nail on the head with. And, and these are not exact translations, obviously, but I would encourage you to look at these as far as potential ones that you might want to try in order to sample something that's kind of in the ballpark. Mac Baron Navy Flake. This is a tobacco that I feel like more people should talk about. It's a it's just a delicious tobacco. It's actually not Virginia forward, although it has plenty of Virginias in it, but it's more burly forward. But I think the flavor and the fullness of it is going to remind you a lot of, of the 40th anniversary, which is just, you know, really... Really nice, full-bodied, strong. It's got some, just a lot of different notes to it. There's some spice there, which I think is really pleasant. And you'll find that in the Mac Baron Navy Flake. Also, Peter Stokeby Luxury Navy Flake. It's a Virginia Perique. It's one of those that, you know, of course, we've talked about it a lot on the air and people have uh, smoked it forever and are big fans of it. Luxury Navy Flake, this is something that's, you know, it's got some legs on it. There's going to be a little pepper to it. You know, it's just really inexpensive, very, you know, it's very affordable. You can bulk up on it. It comes in a, in a bulk variety, which is just really tasty. So uh, another one to another one to think about there also. Right on. McClellan did do a few blends that were cigar leaf accented and so their dominican glory 
uh, series, which uh, which was very popular. And we've talked about a few cigar leaf blends on the show before. One that stood out that we would recommend again is the James Fox The Bankers. It's really tasty. The cigar leaf, I think, is really well done in this blend. It's one of those where the leaf is definitely apparent, but it's not so overwhelming that when you're smoking it, people think you're smoking a cigar. Some of those tobaccos do tend to kind of lean in that direction. So it's not too much of that kind of filmy mustiness that comes with the cigar smoke. It's more pipe tobacco, you know, reminiscent, but uh, just a real good tobacco. I think it's uh, very complex and, and a good one. Yeah, I got some um, that's uh, cellared up in, uh, in my cellar. Yeah. That yeah. I brought back from no, it's Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. One more thing that I'll mention to you as well. Uh, Tastemaster was probably, I, I don't know what McClelland tobacco was the best selling overall you know as far or as far as their aromatic as far as their aromatics go as far as a mcclellan aromatic in a tin goes i'm not sure which one was that but hmm. tastemaster was one of the top ones that we had here at the shop and so here here at the country squire we sold tons and tons of tastemaster both online and in the store just a really good go-to aromatic kind of a chocolatey a little caramel it's just one of those, you know, mm. kind of easygoing confectionery tobaccos that you can oh, just yeah. smoke all the time, you know, and make the room smell great. And I'll be honest, the closest thing I think I've ever smoked to of it, um, and one that we were proud to kind of put forward as as something that might uh, be close to it, is our tobacco du chocolat, mm. uh, which we mm-hmm. sell here at the Country Squire. So something you might look into. Other chocolate tobaccos, we did talk about Cornell and Deal's uh, chocolate Cavendish recently. Not a super heavy chocolate flavor blend. One of those that, uh, you know, you might just try here and there. Certainly, you you know, probably want to look at some alternatives. Another one that's out there that uh, some people use is the Sutliff uh, Creme Brulee tobacco, which is very uh, incredibly wet, really, really moist, but uh, is a good uh, tobacco just to kind of, you know, smoke in small portions to give you something really sweet and silky and with just an incredible room note. Yeah, so we talked about that um, one. I don't think I've ever tried that one, though. Yeah. Now, it, it comes in a bulk. I don't believe it's available in a tin, although huh. I could be wrong about that. Gotcha. But but a really, really good tobacco. Very, very, very wet. One of the wettest tobaccos that I've ever seen. So it can gunk up a pipe. You know, I recommend maybe putting it in a Meerschaum <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Okay. But, so just some options for you. You know, these are these are just tobaccos that I think might be worth exploring uh, kind of in this uh, brave new world that we're in. I'd about to say, man, uh, so, it sounds th- like the world's not over at all. There's so many good ones, man. I mean, there are just so many great, great tobaccos that, you know, have been around forever, some new new kids on the block. And, man, I, I you know, we, we grieve and we mourn the uh, the past, but also we look to the future, which I, I, I think is um, I think is very bright. Man, yeah. I, so I know what's going to happen. People are going to listen in to this episode and they're going to hear all these different tobaccos and they're going to start picking them up and trying them out. And I have a feeling we're going to get some feedback. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I hope this, so. is, this is one of those episodes that I, I do as well. I hope to get the feedback and, and hear what y'all think. Like, oh, John David is, is exactly right. This is, this is <laughs> speaking to my soul in the same way that, that you know, Seller did. Or, or no, John David. He was David. off on that one. How could you say that? <laughs> you, you, he really should have said this one. Yeah. And that's the thing. We, yeah. want, we want to hear that. I, I would love to hear uh, kind of going forward. Uh, you know, if you're if you're a listener and we're a big fan of one of McClellan's blends, let us know some alternatives. What what do you you know? Even if it's not an exact match, hey, I really enjoyed this. Another one I also enjoyed that you might like is this. You know, let us know let us know what those are. I think that would be encouraging to to people out there. And you know, the the great thing is there's just so many options. You know, the, there's all these incredible blenders that carrying forward. You know, are are kind of our generation bow that are in the market. Uh, you know, the uh, incredible folks that are working at places like Cornell and Deal and GLPs and, you know, uh, the, the guys that 
you know, blend at Seattle Pipe Club. And I mean, there's just so many great, great tobacco houses out there that I think going forward are going to keep coming out with hits. And uh, and we're excited about that. So here's, so. here's what I'm going to recommend. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure that while you were listening, you had a, note, a notepad out, you were taking notes. Uh, of course, you could always pull up the show notes where uh, Mark VV has been doing a great job of uh, keeping uh, all, all every single detail into our show notes yeah, now. Yeah. So I'm sure you can kind of pull the list up there. But here's the thing. <laughs> you're going to go through every single one of these tobaccos referenced, and you're going to say, okay, I want to get these in. I'm going to get used to these new flavors. This is going to be my, my path forward, and I can't wait to dive in. Well, you don't want to just dive in with, you know, your, your seasoned uh, briar pipe. That right. You've only been smoking one particular blend. And no, no, no. You got to try some different stuff. And what when you try different tobaccos, what we strongly recommend is you do so with a good, clean smoking Missouri Meerschaum corn cob pipe. Always. Not just that, though. I'm taking, I'm kicking it up a notch, man. I'm saying go big, go bold, go MacArthur. Wow. Full on MacArthur corn cob pipe. <laughs> Pack that thing up with these new tobaccos. Don't just sample them. Go full Monty. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, you can do that with the MacArthur from Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's right. The MacArthur's are awesome, man. We do sell a lot of them. It's one of those pipes that, uh, you know, is it the most totable, practical pipe? No. Absolutely not. But is it the Meerschaum, is it the Missouri Meerschaum that will make the biggest, most awesome statement? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yes, it is. And uh, man, they're they're fantastic. Of course, the bowls are gigantic. We're talking almost an entire cob uh, that is turned into the bowl, the pipe here. Uh, just a just a great, uh, a great pipe. They uh, come in a in a straight and a bent variety um, and are just uh, just really awesome. So the bowl is very, very large. It's something you could fit probably a quarter ounce of tobacco in. But the nice thing about that is with the bowl that large, you're able to um, you, you know, smoke a tobacco for long enough to really see a lot of changes in in flavor as it undergoes all that heat. And so, uh, just just a great option. Of course, the Missouri Meerschaum is going to smoke uh, relatively cool. It's going to be light, uh, even for a large pipe. And I mean, my goodness, it's a MacArthur, so it's fun. Hashtag MacArthur Challenge. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> if you've got a MacArthur, smoke this week, but don't just smoke your MacArthur this week. I'm putting a caveat on it. Smoke one of the tobaccos mentioned on this episode, hashtag MacArthur Challenge, and uh, tweet that into us. We'll retweet it out. And not only are you sampling and getting a good-sized portion of these uh, tobaccos to help move you forward into this next era of the pipe tobacco world in which we live, but you're also doing so with a great pipe that helps sponsors this show. New year, new credit scores. Chime makes it easier to build credit by using your own money to make on-time payments with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a qualifying direct deposit. There's no annual fee or credit check required when applying. Get started at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. Okay. This pipe question of the week comes in from Rafael D. Gomez. Great. Are Gomes? Probably Gomez. I'm going to go with RDG. 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 Listen okay. to RDG is writing in. <laughs> Ask the question. He said, I wanted to know what you thought about using radiator type pipes in cold weather. Of course, this is a follow up to a good the suggestion. Yeah. Smoking in the cold weather is an episode that we recently did. It says pipes such as the Falcone, uh, Kristen. I'm just butchering all of these. Y- you are. It's a Falcon, the Kirsten, uh, Hector, uh, Weebs radiator. <laughs> yeah, so all those, etc. He says, I know they have briar balls, but with the cooling and uh, wicking action from the radiator, I wonder if they would be especially good in the cold due to the more extreme temperature differences. Again, that is from listener RDG. Yeah, we, you know, this is one of those situations where a metal pipe would be really handy, right? Uh, we talked about how hard the cold weather can be on briar you know briar is uh, as much as we love it and uh you know as durable as it is we're, we're talking about a plant here that we've aged you know dried out and carved a hole into and then we regularly set on fire <laughs> and, and and we expect it to be uh you know durable and and last forever and uh, beautiful and passed down to our grandkids right but um radiator pipes uh you know that that have been designed of course they've got just a really interesting uh, you know, metal kind of stainless steel shank there. Uh, they come apart, which is nice. You can unscrew the, the bowl. And, you know, these pipes, I think, are good for just strange weather situations. Obviously, if you take them out into the, you know, if it's raining or something, you don't have to worry about your pipe uh, as much getting necessarily hurt. The steel stainless steel shank, it's one of those that just, uh, just incredibly, you know, versatile. The Kirsten pipes, which are uh, very interesting, they've got this uh, kind of uh, shell shank where the, um, mm. you know, there, there's a stinger that kind of fits into this other aluminum tube, and then you have a, the variety of uh, bowls that you can screw into it, be it Briar or Meerschaum. Um, you know, they're just uh, just really cool pipes. It's one of those things, if you break the bowl on accident or whatever, you don't have to worry about it. You just get you another one. And so, um, you know, I think they're good options. It's one of those that it may not be uh, the pipe that you prefer smoking all the time, but for devoted pipe smokers that are looking for something to smoke in, you know, inclement weather, I think it's a, I think it's a great option. Have yeah. we, have we done an episode on radiator pipes? We haven't. No. And we're probably due for that. I, I, it's like, as you're talking, I'm like, I don't yeah. know anything about what you're describing right yeah. now. Yeah, we should. We definitely we need should. an episode on that. Well, I, need some and, edu- I need some education. Yeah. And, and a lot of folks are, you know, a lot of other carvers have kind of uh, imitated some of that and used the aluminum stainless steel shanks and aluminum shanks on their pipes. It's just kind of an interesting, you know, mix up, change up. It's very light material. And so anyway, something something we ought to look more into. But yeah, I think it's a great option for uh, for that cold weather uh, smoke. 
All right, RDG, thank you so much for that pipe question of the week. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, you can send it in at show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire, Chris Jones! All right, man, quick fire questions coming in from, and of course, sponsored by the Tin Society. More on them in just a minute. All right, these are actually sent in from uh, a listener and club member, Benjamin McMullen. All right, you ready for this? Yep. Now, this is great. McMullen uh, has actually sent these in. These are what area of history you would most likely want to learn more about. Okay. You ready okay. for this? All right, yep. Okay. World War One or World War Two? World War One. Yeah, I feel like World War Two is kind of overdone a little bit. And like, you know, it's 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 the it's the war you know. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> but World War One, you know, I feel like we, we always kind of skip to that to get to World War Two. Yeah. History wise, of course. I'm not not well, saying yeah. legitimately. I'm just Yeah, I, obviously, class. yeah. I mean, let's be careful. Like World War Two, obviously not overdone. Hu- huge well, right. I, I know what you mean yeah, though. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, as yeah. far as the comparativeness, I mean there's a reason There's thirty um, gazillion movies about it. Right. No, that's right. Yeah, and, yeah. and 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 yet think of how you know And like just one season of, of Downton Abbey dedicated to World War One. <laughs> and that's the comparison. That's what <laughs> I, I mean by no, that. That's that's true. And I, yeah, that World War One I, I think is one of those uh conflicts that was um Probably, probably the most fundamentally, or it probably most fundamentally changed our modern world, even more than World War II, mm. uh, in some way. I, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to, I'd like to learn more about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. All right. Industrial era or the atomic era? Industrial era. Era. I, I think the atomic era kind of goes along with that World War II, right. Manhattan Project. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of feel if I wanted to learn more about something that I don't know a lot about, probably like I probably need to learn more about like. The cotton gin, <laughs> you know, or like manufacturing in England in the 1830s kind of thing. Well, you so, know? All right, I so don't know. That'd be fun. Good comparison yeah. with the World War II and the Atomic Era, because like I feel like a lot of like modern American mythology like stems from that era. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, no, yeah. Sure. Like every single sure. one of these comic book superheroes you're seeing on the big screen, like has some kind of origin in that era in terms of being inspired by and utilized during that. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I'm good. with you. Industrial era. Uh, and then also with the um, when we went to go visit uh, STG, and we got to see like all their their like their whole manufacturing and everything, it kind of brought me back to uh, the earliest days of of manufacturing, and I I, I was like, man, I kind of enjoy this. Yeah, there's something there's something uh, almost. Uh, uh, relaxing about seeing kind of these machines at work. I'd like to know the origins. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, medieval Europe or the 1400s Asia. 1400s Asia. Wow. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, I guess I'm answering these questions as to like, which one do I know least about? Right. right you know right. what I mean? And, and for me, yeah, 1400s Asia, you're thinking, gosh, probably at the time you've got, you know, no telling what uh, dynasty in China that's going forward, even though it's already 3000 years old at that point or however old you've got uh, the Genghis Khan and the, the Mongolian Empire, whichever Khan is in charge at that point and uh, conquering Khan! vast vast swaths of the the earth uh you know it at that time yeah i'd probably probably have to go with 1400s asia that's that's good i'm a a sucker for medieval and renaissance history and so i kind of i don't know i feel like i've kind of you've tapped out 
Well, I, not to, I've got obviously I'm, I'm not a historian. I just you know like but you to, like your history. I just like to read. Yeah, yeah. but I mean I, I don't know. I've I've studied that enough that I probably you know it'd be good for me to study something else. That, that's good. I, I think medieval Europe just because I I still like to kind of go to that well whenever it's kind of like my um you know I don't I don't get a chance to read for pleasure all that much. And so when I do, that is kind of an era that I, I still kind of enjoy. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. So I, I kind of have this kind of relaxation mode with uh, that whole chivalrous era. Yeah. All right. And you know what? I think that's going to do it for for this week. Uh, and we'll save the uh, the latter half for that's next good. week. That's good. Uh, yeah. I'm liking this, man. McMullen kind of set us up. McMullen and wife, is that a thing? <laughs> I just, it's in the back of my head. That's you should invent like a, like a 1980s. McMillan show or something. It sounds I, I like one, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what I do know. And that is if you <laughs> are wanting to sample uh, some pipe tobacco, some premium pipe tobaccos, but you don't sure that you want to actually commit to a, uh, a full pipe tin, then, oh man, have we got the service for you. That's right. Uh, the good folks at the Tin Society send you curated pipe sam- or, uh, to, uh, tobacco samplings every single month. Great premium stuff. Just enough to get a sense of whether or not you're going to like this tin, not like this tin. And that way you don't have to make a major commitment. Uh, so you got to check them out. The Tent Society. Yeah. If you go to tentsociety.com and use the code Squire, then you actually get 20% off on your first month uh, month service. That's and right. We, we are huge fans of it. Big fans. You know, this is the subscription service for the pipe smoking community. And and so if it's something you've dabbled in, maybe in, uh, you know, there's so many awesome subscription services out there for, uh, you know, folks that are into craft whiskey, uh, different types of clothing, uh, you know, cooking related stuff. But th- this is, if, if you're a pipe enthusiast, Enthusiast and and like the concept of a uh, of a subscription service, man. The Tin Society is right for you. Uh, just well curated tobaccos, uh, a really good opportunity to try uh, some of the best selling blends in the world without having to commit to uh, to a whole can. Uh, and it's just a really good opportunity. So go to TinSociety.com when you sign up. Uh, again, like Bo said, use the code Squire and uh, and save twenty percent on that first month service. <music> Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, man, listener feedback. All right, so we got some great listener feedback. This first one comes in from Drew Ingram, and it's quite timely. Yeah. It says, quick question, gentlemen. Uh, will you be doing a St. Patrick's Day special? It says, keep up the good work. Listening to, I love listening to the show whenever I can. I think that's a great idea. So St. Patrick's Day special meaning like, well, we did our Valentine's Day special. We did our our uh, Christmas special, yeah. our Halloween special. Yeah, I think a little uh, look at the Irish. We should do the uh, Saint Patrick's Day episode. Well, Don't just say, laddie. But <laughs> some pi- some pipe tobacco uh, uh, for for the uh, Irish. <laughs> And all of us, Bo's, I'll work on that accent. Bo's speaking in tongues again. The power of Christ compels you. Right. I think that's a great idea. Maybe maybe uh, both uh, to focus on some great pipes with kind of a St. Patrick's Day theme yeah. and some great St. We know there's a lot of great uh, St. Patrick's Day tobaccos that are out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shamrock yeah. Shake. There is a thing. Like Jim Gaffigan says, how do we know it's St. Patrick's Day without the Shamrock Shake? Let's find the tobacco equivalent to tell people about right. it. Right. No, I think that's good. Next week? Maybe. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about it. That's about as firm a commitment as it gets on live air. Uh, all right. I hear skepticism in my voice. Great, great suggestion, Drew. Thank you so much for that. Uh, also, this next one comes in from Brian Parent. He says, hey, gang, thanks for the great show. Keep it up. Never miss an episode. And I was truly bummed to hear the news about McClellan, especially because 
they blend some of my favorites. Uh, maybe this creates an opportunity to do an episode where you can find some similar in bulk and Tim <laughs> blends and most famous McClellan blends, Frogmorton, et cetera. Uh, yes, Brian. Yeah, maybe we should do that. That's a great idea. <laughs> I hope you enjoy this episode, Brian, and thank you so much for that uh, yeah. that great feedback. Yeah. And then, uh, man, all right, so this is kind of interesting because we're about to be presented with a unique situation that I don't think has ever happened in the history of this show. Uh, we now have an iTunes review that was written by a listener and uh, as Providence would have it, said listener is actually in the studio right now. Yeah, in the shop right now. Yeah, said said listener is uh, is Randall Morgan, who uh, who's who's right here. I say we make Randall read it on air. No, he's shaking. He's shaking his head. No. Oh, come on, man. You want to do, do, do it? Okay, he's, he's saying no. He's, saying no. <laughs> he's, he's, out. he's what, out. What did Randall have to say about us as we read while he's staring at us while we read his words? I, I was kind of hoping this was going to be a bad review just so we could have kind of this, you know, fun on-air tension thing. I wish I too, Apple would give you negative five-star reviews. Right. <laughs> I would give you all the negatives. But Randall, uh, he, he... Randall sounds nothing like that, by the way. No, not at all. Not Much more sophisticated. Uh, Randall, of course, uh, his... Uh, the title of this review on iTunes is Simply the Best. Uh, whether you smoke... You're simply the best! <laughs> Whether you smoke a pipe, interested in uh, smoking a pipe, or maybe you just a reminder of the wonderful sell, smell of cherry tobacco that your dad or grandfather's pipe uh, used to have, this is the podcast for you. Bo and John David are wonderful hosts that make the art of pipe smoking and tobacco accessible for everyone. Though I've only met them a few times in person, uh, Bo and John David are people that care not only about pipes and tobacco, but people on the other side of the microphone. Um, and that's really, really kind praise, brother. Uh, I look forward to each week uh, hearing these guys, my favorite podcast by far. And that is from our, our dear friend Randall. So, um, Randall, thanks. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks, Randall. thanks for those kind words, man. We, 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 we did, we did we not did, pay him to, to do that. No, we don't. No, to, we, to say we, that. we definitely did not. But, uh, but it's, it's nice that, uh, you know, we actually get to say thank you. To in, you in, in person. person. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs> well, uh, hey, and by the way, if you'd like to uh, send us some feedback, we love those iTunes reviews. It's a great way to help uh, support the show. doesn't cost you a, a dime to do it, but if you are willing to uh, spend a few dimes to help support this show, keep it going and growing, head over to patreon.com slash countrysquireradio where you can join the International Pipe Club there or just be a patron for a few dollars. All the details at countrysquireradio.com. Click on join the club. It's got all your information right there. Uh, we also let Love getting uh, uh, feedback from you guys live on Twitter. In fact, Twitter has been uh, buzzing tonight, man. We've uh, we've had some great back and forth with those of you who are out there uh, giving their thoughts and feedback on uh, some of the suggestions yeah, that you've had. It's good stuff. Absolutely. R rip it to shreds, man. And, we want to know what you think. Well, and, I, and I'll say this too, because the other thing uh, we we mentioned this last week, but uh, Russ, uh, you know, longtime listener Russ Hicks, also the uh, the number one, the first ever uh, Pipe Club member. Uh, he. <laughs> He's got a seller like he's he he was chicken little back before chicken little was chicken little <laughs> and he piled up. If you don't know what I'm talking about, head over to uh, uh, Twitter.com slash Squire Radio. We've retweeted this out. He has taken pictures of his massive stock seller. Yeah, I think he said, uh, what do you say? It's it's half of what he wants, but twice as what he needs. You're right, right, right. <laughs> it, it really is beautiful, though, if you look at it. It's just these towers of McClellan, just this precious uh, McClellan tobacco that uh, that you'll never get again. And uh, and, and he, he's he's good. Yeah, you know? 
but I'm yeah. telling you, Russ, you got to be careful <laughs> tweeting that picture out. Like, don't let people find out where you live. Yeah, buddy. you don't want to know. People don't need to know where you stay. Yeah. Like, you know, don't you just just go ahead and know you're going to get some private messages. Yeah, he, he's got some uh, lock. Maybe that's his intention. Actually, no, it <laughs> might. It might be. It might he's be. Trying to get a proposition. Yeah, he's like, going to wait till the price comes I'll up. Give you five like, million dollars. Right yeah, now. no, that's yeah. it. Yeah, it could be. Could be. <laughs> well, uh, we we love getting that kind of uh, social interaction with you guys as well. So uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter. You can follow us individually. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire. And of course, the show's handle is at squire radio and uh, all that contact information and more can be found at country where you can tune in every single Monday night for our show here at 830 p.m. Central Time. That's 630 Pacific, 930 Eastern. We would love to have you join us again. All that and more is at country well, John David, it has been an interesting night as we've seen yeah. uh, the light flashing back and forth. We had some sort of crazy person at the window we, at we, one point. We did. Uh, the, the rain is kind of died down a little bit, but I think the tornadoes are still out there. So uh, <laughs> will we be back next week? That's the real question. I know, right? Uh, fortunately, we looks like we got out of this episode alive. Yeah, so far so good. Right. <laughs> well, hey, man, let's go have a night. All right, brother. See you. listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.